Hello and welcome to Next Times Tax Podcast. We offer crisp, insightful episodes on emerging tax developments and how they may impact businesses across the globe through short interviews with tax experts. As a participating jurisdiction under OECD's BEPS and two pillar framework to end tax avoidance, UAE has taken various measures over the years, including the introduction of corporate tax with effect from June 2023. Recently, UAE rolled out a public consultation document inviting inputs and suggestions from the stakeholders. We have with us today Nishit Parekh, direct tax partner from Sudeep K Parekh and company to share his views on the proposed corporate tax regime in UAE. Nishit has nearly 15 years of experience in the areas of income tax, international tax treaty provisions, FEMA and structuring of inbound and outbound investments. Welcome Nishit and thank you for joining us today. Thank you for inviting me. Nishit, how do you see the overall approach by the tax authorities on the introduction of corporate tax in UAE? On the approach front, I would say that the authorities have planned the entire move pretty well. In fact, there is a conscious effort on the part of UAE to shed its image as a tax haven. And if you see, they have sequentially taken action over a period of last three to four years to rectify the image of it being a tax haven. UAE joined BEPS project. in 2018 immediately post that they introduced economic substance regulation to have a check on companies doing business in UAE where they don't have any economic substance post that there was introduction of corporate tax and that too is being done in a very very planned manner they first in january 2022 announced the introduction of corporate tax released faq for people to grasp the fact that a tax is going to be introduced then now in recently in april 2022 they have released a consultation paper which ask for various inputs from the stakeholders and the companies on the proposed law overall it appears to be a very very effective way of introducing a law and the idea appears to be to create a law which is less complex flexible and which has buy in from all the stakeholders right so how's the overall construct of the law how does it apply and who is exempted from this overall to summarize uh, the tax law the corporate tax law rather would apply to all companies and legal persons incorporated in uae it will also apply to foreign legal entities having a permanent establishment in uae or having a source of income from uae obviously on the individual side uh, currently the corporate tax law is not applicable only if those individuals are engaged in business or commercial activities which requires them to obtain a commercial license then they would be uh, liable to a corporate tax otherwise all income earned by individuals is exempt as we all know that uae is famous for the free zone companies so government of uae has continued to give the exemption to the free zone companies subject to certain conditions also specific exemption from corporate tax has been provided to governments government companies charities social securities managing pension funds and all of those type of entities interesting you mentioned about free zone so the proposed tax regime has specified that free zones would be subject to a 0% you know tax rate provided it meets certain conditions and one of the conditions for free zone to continue to claim the incentives during tax holiday uh, is that they are required to maintain adequate substance and comply with all regulatory requirements what are your thoughts here and how do you the substance test would be looked at so this is pretty interesting because uh, if you look at uae companies 
uh, whether it's a free zone company or a non free zone companies and if they are engaged in particular types of activities like banking insurance tipping investment fund management business holding companies headquarter companies etc were made subject to economic substance regulation in 2019 when it was introduced as per this economic substance regulation they are required to maintain and demonstrate an educated economic presence in the uae and submit a report for each financial year so already in a way there is a substance test existing in uae region in form of esr regulation it is highly likely that the tax authorities in uae would rely on the esr compliances done by the company to determine whether the free zone company has substance or not and also possibly to bring all the companies in the net they may expand the regulation and the coverage of esr so this is one part of the condition second part is also the regulatory requirements prescribed by the particular free zone so if you look at free zone companies they are set up in a particular free zone and to give you an example if you are located in a dmcc free zone then there are dmcca company regulation which has various list of conditions which a free zone company needs to comply to if those conditions are not complied with or there is a contravention then dmcc has power to levy penalties or even suspend license depending on the intensity of the contravention so in case where such contraventions are done by the company they may be considered as not meeting all the regulatory requirement and they may move out of the exemption provided under the corporate tax regime okay so whether free zone business earning any mainland source income would be subject to regular corporate tax rate only for the year of earning income or will it fall for all subsequent years so current uh, public consultation document which has been released if you look at the overall context of the document it says that if a free zone company is earning income from mainland other than passive income like interest dividend etc then it will disqualify from the exemption and it will come under the corporate tax regime the word used are it will come under corporate tax regime from the language it indicates that the benefits would be lost permanently because it talks about a regime and not for a particular year however in the representations which have been made one of the clarificatory thing which people have asked is on this aspect as well that whether it could be a one off event and whether disqualification only for a particular year should happen or it could be in perpetuity but to answer your question as per the reading of the document it appears that it will bar them from the entire exemption once they start making this income even in year 1 or any particular year hmm so mr um, i also understand that ue has poem regulations how do you see you know poem basis of you know taxation in ue as a concept poem would mean that an entity which is not incorporated in ue but if it is effectively managed and controlled from ue would be considered to have a poem in ue the public consultation document currently provides a very broad meaning of what is effectively managed and controlled in ue it says that you have to look at a place where directors or other decision makers of the company make the key management and commercial decision so if the directors are located in ue and they are making key management and commercial decision it would be considered that that entity has a om in ue currently this entire wordings are very wide and in my view it may require more detailing by the tax authorities ideally there should be certain threshold provided 
so that small companies are out of this and also some guiding principles and what do you mean by management and commercial decision what what do you mean by effectively manage if there are multiple directors they are doing a video meeting and some directors are outside of uae some directors are in uae so those kind of nitty gritties and clarifications are not done but i think so all that is required and wherever in other parts of the globe om regulations are there this kind of guidelines including in india have been provided okay uh, see this regime proposes to grant credit for tax paid outside uae against the corporate tax payable in uae what do you think will be the rules for calculating and claiming the foreign tax credit so this is also very interesting because currently the public consultation document just says that the uae company which is paying tax in a foreign jurisdiction would be eligible to claim tax credit of the taxes paid in the foreign jurisdiction currently the formula or the way the wordings are it says that you will be able to claim the credit of the actual foreign tax paid or the uae corporate tax payable on the foreign sourced income whichever is less so effectively if you are making an 100 dollar income say from india and india is deducting a 10 dollar tax on that income and in uae if you are paying on that 100 dollar 9% tax which is the corporate tax rate in uae then you will get a credit of 9 which is lower of 10 dollars or 9 dollars whichever is lower however there is a possibility that to earn that 100 dollar you would have incurred 50 dollars as an expenditure in uae so whether that has to be reduced and tax of 9% in uae has to be considered only on the tax payable on the margin on in uae is not clarified typically indian tax credit rules or any other tax credit rules look at the source level net income on which tax is payable in order to determine a foreign tax credit so again here ideally this mechanism should be prescribed as to how the credit should be claimed otherwise uh, this may get into the root of litigation correct in line with the oecd that's action plan 4 ue also proposes to cap interest deduction at 30% of ebitda it appears that this cap will also apply to borrowings from third parties so how are the interest capping provisions different from thin capitalization rules UAE corporate tax law proposes to cap interest deductions at 30% as rightly pointed out by you however it does not provide for any limit on what should be the debt equity ratio so to that extent it is not exactly a thin capitalization regime but it is more of an interest limiting deduction regime while overall the interest capping rates are in line with OECD action plan but the change is that it also covers interest paid to unrelated parties which would be a more stricter approach uh, than in general followed by other countries in addition to this interest cap from a transferring perspective they have also put one more condition that where loans are taken from related party uh, the loan needs to have a commercial valid commercial reason for the lending and borrowing again what would be a valid commercial reason is subjective and may give rise to litigation it is possible or it is likely that some bit of guidance on what can constitute commercial reason should be there in the detailed law otherwise this would become a area which would create some bit of litigation on the provisions hmm. you touched on transferring how do you see tp regulations and do you think it would be a smooth sail for companies transferring as we all know could be a complex area and it should not be any different in uae 
while the law said that transfer pricing would be on the same line as per the OECD guidelines but if you look at the definition of the related party and connected person it covers not only international transaction but also domestic transactions and transaction between a UAE resident as well as free zone companies so in my view this could get this could be one of the area which could get complicated and i'm sure that given the entire subjectivity on the transfer pricing itself and the kind of litigation happening on transfer pricing across the globe this could be a major area where we may see action in coming future in ua right thank you nishit i think that was it from my side uh, thank you for spending time with us and shedding light on various aspects of corporate tax that's that's coming in in uae i'm sure our listeners will find the information insightful too thank you thank you everyone for listening in if you have any questions on this subject or have suggestions for future topics write to us at thinknext@nexttime.com